I don't think consumers differentiate between 85, 95, and 90. People only differentiate between zero and hundred. At the top, there's only room for one, right? I believe in India, 80% of celebrity usage in advertising that I see is not thought. Creating is easy. What to create is a million-dollar question. Hi. You're listening to Marketing with Vani in which I speak to marketing gurus. Together we decode how marketing works in the real world to grow your business. In episode number 8, which is the one episode prior to this, we discussed what is performance marketing and how can one make it work. In this episode, we will discuss the pitfalls of using performance marketing in isolation. To discuss this, I'm speaking with two stalwarts. The first is Pavan Sarda, Group CMO, Digital Marketing and E-Commerce Future Group, and the second is Lloyd Mathias. He is a business strategist and angel investor. So first up, Pavan Sarda. The question to you, Pavan, is what is it about performance marketing? As we entrepreneurs sometimes get obsessed with analytics, what is it that we tend to forget? what do we need to keep in mind to make sure that performance marketing delivers to its best and why is it that performance marketing in isolation doesn't always work it still has to be married to the basic principles of marketing great uh, thank you vani uh, so uh, thank you for getting me here it's always uh, lovely interacting with you as i you know I, i always learn something from you and that's the best part about you i should be saying that to you vani <laughs> no of course whenever i met you so uh, so yes uh, i think uh, i think this question is extremely valid uh, because i personally feel that there is uh, too much of obsession about uh, performance marketing but which is great i think uh, this is a medium digital is a medium where you can exactly know you know where your customers coming how where is it converting at what cost is converting and so on and so forth but i think the marketing principle it doesn't change as far as i am concerned right i think the if you go back and look at the ma- marketing principle you know the funnel is actually a very classical uh, four uh, you know uh, uh, four uh, ways of uh, interacting with the customer right one is awareness uh, second is consideration uh, create uh, conversion with the customer and retention right i always go back to this funnel so uh, of course uh, when it comes to awareness right uh, if you if you have a business uh, if you have an idea if you have a brand people need to know what does it mean like what is it how is it going to add value to me i think that's the first and most important aspect you have to go go and 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 tell customer what does it stand for right uh, i think consideration is also to kind of play with the customer i think social media does it really really well and that's why i think whether it's instagram facebook and so on really works because let customer play with your brand right uh, conversion of obviously is is the most important thing which everybody expects you know anybody is into a digital business or for any brand for that matter yeah but my point is that it will not happen if you don't create awareness and consideration funnel that's extremely important right and that's where uh, the, the 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 core principle of marketing right and brand creation uh, comes into play you have to create a brand you have to create what does it mean i i mean i literally take brand as a human being if you ask me right what does vani stand for what does you know anyone else stand for i think that's extremely important yeah i i think if you don't create that uh, i'm not too sure that 
how much conversion can you create? And I, I think somebody rightly told, uh, you know, said this to you that you know beyond a point, performance marketing uh, doesn't help. Of course, it won't help because if you want a next level of jump for your business or a brand, you have to create, uh, you know, uh, the brand, right? Otherwise, it won't be possible. So, what I get from what you're saying, Pavan, is that even in performance marketing. Not even in in performance marketing. Yeah. Basically, if two brands cannot have identical campaigns, let's say both brands are uh, food delivery service services, two brands of food delivery services, or let's right. say two snack brands, which are both internet first, are both running performance marketing campaigns. They cannot have identical campaigns because the campaign must be overlaid by what the brand itself is. And it's needless to say that the two the two products must have distinct brands, and that must come through in the performance marketing that they do. Hundred percent, Bani. Uh, I I can't agree more. Uh, obviously, uh, you know, uh, if Zomato is chasing me, uh, but I I think uh, for me, Zomato is also about uh, you know a brand which is obsessed with food, and I'm sure they've created this for me, right? When they create some sort of an offer or they create something to me i think i respond to it better than somebody else whom i am uh, you know some other brand who uh, you know maybe i don't identify or i don't know of it right so uh, of course i think uh, uh, you know what do you stand for uh, what is the value you are going to add to me at a brand level is extremely important and of course when you go back and say that you know this is what i'm giving you and you should convert and give me a transaction. I think that that really helps if you are able to create a good brand or a or a sharp positioning, right, about your brand. That always helps. Uh, why even compare two brands? I think the similar brand uh, has to create different reasons, right, for me to recruit me again and again, right. I mean, uh, it actually goes for the same brand as well if if it wants to have you know a better performance uh, from its marketing. Performance marketing, as the name suggests, focuses only on the performance of a marketing campaign and its results. This sounds perfect, prima facie. Performance marketing is measured or measurable. It's quantified, optimized in real time, and the payment is based on the achievement of a defined goal. But we forget that to make performance marketing work, one must know who is the audience, what is their pain point or what could delight them. Yes, you can run many experiments to check what message is working, but don't do that in the absence of sufficient prior work. This includes knowing your audience, know the brand's differentiator, your brand personality, the tone of voice and the competitive context. Suppose you are a skincare brand. Should your performance marketing not look different from that of your competitors? Hide the brand name and the pack shot and check for yourself. The quality of leads is as valuable as the quantity of leads. You want to make sure that your brand enjoys credibility. Does your brand have adequate testimonials? Do you have proofs? Do you have a source story? Do you have technical substantiation? What is the chance that the leads generated by the campaign actually convert? Next in this episode, I have Lloyd talking about why we get sucked into this temptation of throwing money into performance marketing without doing the right homework. So uh, Lloyd, tell me, 
you know there's uh, since you work a lot with the early stage startups all startups first go to is performance marketing because that seems like the easiest and not just the easiest but the most uh, uh, efficient one as is construed to be for spending money you know you spend x amount of money and you you can be relatively sure that you will get y results however performance marketing is not all about numbers and we often heard and you may have heard this as well where entrepreneurs say that beyond the point my performance marketing has hit a ceiling and i'm not able to do any better so do you think that there is merit in thinking of performance marketing as another tool that must be coupled with the principles of traditional marketing in order for it to deliver better great question vani uh, i completely agree i think uh, the bogey of performance marketing has reduced a lot of uh, marketing inputs into pure data points mm-hmm. right while i always believe that marketing within a business has to be accountable and has to in a sense drive the business grow revenue increase the sales funnel and so on and so forth i think equating marketing purely in terms of performance marketing is a limitation mm-hmm. i think the core thing that marketing does is actually build a larger presence of the brand in a consumer's mind right and therefore purchasing and increasing his desire to buy is one aspect but very often it's a range of other things and performance marketing tends to ignore it because it boils marketing down to some core metrics of uh, you know cost per click cost per purchase cost per transaction and i think those metrics tend to be limiting and therefore what i've seen and i would say this is slightly more skewed to early stage companies like you said the easiest aspect of marketing first is to get a couple of uh, you know young marketers and kind of give them targets in terms of you know i want this post to reach x amount of people and i want my campaign to hit x amount of likes so i think yes. it's easy in terms of metrics it's easy to justify but in the long term it may not always bring value right i do understand the emergency of the business and increasingly businesses are getting more transactional and the whole world is moving to a kind of quarter by quarter and you know ceos lifespans are kind of dramatically getting uh, or their corporate lifespans are getting dramatically reduced right and that whole zeal for you know showing results to investors and to analysts i think there's a little bit of short termism that has crept into the entire business process i think it's global uh driven all the way from you know large corporations the pressures of wall street the pressures of analysts i think that's true why are brand marketing and performance marketing considered to be two ends of the spectrum people suffer from this uh, perception that the two are uh, you know are vastly different that one is about generating uh, transactions and the other is about doing some soppy emotional stuff um the reality actually lies somewhere in between why does why does performance marketing hit a ceiling why does it stop performing perhaps because the basics of marketing have not been um you know paid adequate heed to which is simple stuff like who is my customer who am i going after what insights do i have on them is my proposition crafted from a consumer lens do i know where this consumer of mine is actually hanging out and hence am i targeting the right media vehicles at the right time sure. you know so simple stuff like that that performance marketing is not just about transactions performance marketing is also about 
thinking of the basics and making sure that you have the basics of the brand sorted and it's not and brand marketing is not just about doing uh, you know a long soppy film i think you know i agree with you there like i said my point is that you know a, a business leader or business owner has to be able to look at it holistically he can't really necessarily look at it you know as a in a binary right so therefore i believe that in the early stage or when a company has its objectives to meet in terms of you know funding in terms of getting additional investors i think a lot of the focus necessarily has to be around hard metrics right what does marketing do to drive sales to increase revenue and that's completely acceptable my belief is that the balance has to be maintained because as a company grows you need to put something into the bucket for the long term mm. and i think therefore everything that a business does that helps increase the brand's longevity in a consumer's mind which is like building emotional connect which is like telling a story is mm. what will pay off in the long run right so the short term will drive you into a transaction so it's like the equivalent of you know what we would call price off schemes versus brand stories right there is a time and place to do a price off scheme because you want to drive traffic you want to grow share you want to increase your you know share of shelf and there is a time where you want to build a larger story because that's when consumers are going to become long term loyal they're going to become more easy and remember loyal consumers cost less to maintain right transactions are always going to be you know like a little bit of a carrot kind of approach right you got to throw something at them whereas loyal consumers come back almost by habit and therefore i think thematic advertising and building brand sometime help on that part and it's important to take a balance between them very nice very nice and on that note of balance can i ask you could a marketer actually fall victim to what we call data terrorism in the sense that there's almost this pressure on marketers now you know even to look smarter it feels as though oh i must be able to show i'm using so much data and that every decision that i'm taking is in fact guided by data how should a marketer not fall victim to this pressure you know i'm a big fan of integrating more and more data into the marketing process right so i think the more you know about the market about your consumer about segments within your consumer about the nature of what they do the better is the quality of your marketing output right so that's completely i mean i'm totally on the side of data i also do believe that data helps largely in terms of more sharply customizing your marketing communication so i think that part is also good the yeah. other challenge i think is also that marketers and cmos generally whether they're answerable to the board or the executive committee i think they fall victim to the entire data trap which means you know all marketing has to be roi justified right logically that seems good and uh, you know a lot of uh, number crunchers love the idea that a marketer tells them that look i spent x amount of money and i got y returns yeah. but unlike all your other transactions your procurement and supply chain which can be very hard nosed data marketing will always have some part which is inexplicable because you're dealing with consumer behavior right and consumer behavior is not as precise as measuring machines or measuring supply times or you know so the, the causal effect is not so natural so i think the moment you understand and recognize that gray zone that consumer behavior will have its own variances it may not be immediate a great communication may strike a chord with the consumer but it might trigger his need for purchase a 6 months or a year down the line i think until you recognize that it will always be a little incomplete i hope you liked my show 
and if you did please do consider subscribing i also have a youtube channel by the same name marketing by vani please do check that out too thank you So I did screw up. My YouTube channel is called Marketing with Vani, the same name as this podcast. 